0: Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. I'm so glad you're listening today. So, I was a young adult during the self-improvement boom of the 1980s, which has, of course, only picked up steam since then. And it will surprise nobody that I have spent many hours of my life formulating detailed answers to prompts and questions like what traits would your ideal man have, or decorate the bedroom of your dreams, or imagine a space where you're comfortable and calm, or describe your ideal day. If you combine that with my love of walking around, looking at fancy New England houses and imagining what's inside them and my other love for interior design magazines, um, you get, you know, some answers that are probably predictable to those kinds of questions. So today's essay, uh, Spacing In, is about what happened when I recently spent time in a room that I had imagined um, as an ideal place for myself. And I surprised myself as usual I hope you enjoy the show. Picture your safe place, says the voice, a woman's, low and soothing, someone who would never need to yell because her dulcet alto tones are so compelling. The voice works perfectly with the background sound of softly breaking waves, and long low synth tones, with tinkly bells overlaid here and there. She continues, a place where you feel relaxed and at peace, where no one can come without being invited. I've long misplaced this CD, acquired during one of those periods when I foolishly thought, this time I'm going to enjoy meditation and do it every day. However, the space that I imagined was vivid and comforting The idea of a safe space is to develop a set of images and sensations that are calming and to learn what calm feels like in the first place. (laughs) The Marvelous Voiced Lady suggested mostly outdoor locations, such as a beach, a garden, or a mountain. I couldn't envision a safe space without a door that could shut and a window that could open. Make of that what you will. So I went in a different direction. I made a wonderful room in my mind that I still visit from time to time. It's a big room, lined with built-in bookcases and furnished with a writing desk by a window and some comfortable chairs, including the kind of chair where you can take a little nap, plus a grand piano and all my instruments, beautiful pictures on the walls, thick rugs on the floor, a couple of marble busts of my favorite writers and composers, a little Art Deco cart hold refreshments a mat for the cat French doors leading out to a terrace with planters and a little fountain with a view of gardens at a lake and wooded hills a space I would never want to leave given the view the books the music the nibbles the cushions a place where my friends would come to play chamber music and hang out on the terrace sipping cool drinks imagine my joy when i toured the house i'd be taking care of for a week watering the plants walking the dogs and found something reminiscent of my safe space the front door opened onto a sizable room with a steinway grand piano and a big window overlooking a quaint new england street an unstrung cello leaned against the wall There were thick richly colored rugs original art lamps fashioned out of oboes and trombones upholstered chairs. Just the place for an afternoon with a book or a musical soiree. I figured that whenever the dogs were sleeping, I'd head for that room. I couldn't wait to try the Steinway. My piano at home, a schimmel with a nice sound and touch for an upright, lives in a small, rather crowded room. On top of the instrument, there are lamp, A pencil cup, some music books, erasers shaped like soccer balls, sticker sheets for my students, a couple of little pictures, and an action figure of Beethoven. I don't play piano as much as I might outside of work. The Steinway room in the house-sitting house was full but not crowded, and the piano itself had a single book on the music rack, which was Brahms, hooray, and nothing else. No distractions. I brought a couple of volumes of Mozart and Schubert from home and played. The key action was heavier than typical for a grand. The rugs and cushions seemed to swallow the sound a bit. The upholstered chairs turned out to be attractive but uncomfortable places to settle and read or think. I suppose that would keep the guests awake during the soiree. It being January, the big front window kept the room a little chillier than the rest of the house. The dogs weren't allowed in that part of the house because the rugs were expensive. I played for about half an hour, a couple of sonatas worth, and went back to the TV room to hang with the snoozing pooches. The same thing happened every day. This safe space felt a little dull. Beyond the interior uh, sense of safe space, there are other definitions. One, Is of a place where certain topics or confrontations are avoided, conversations that include trigger warnings, etc. Is it ironic or just hypocritical that these days the very people who've been the most critical of safe spaces are now trying to construct their own versions using safe spacey justifications? Ban the books? Censor the teachers so that their children won't ever encounter an uncomfortable fact? Then there's the original meaning of the term, which arose in the gay community and referred to places where people could be themselves without censure, where there was no need to hide or explain. Both of these meanings of safe space include people being sociable and comfortable with one another. In my wonderful room, I'm often imagining the people who don't mind me when I'm unapologetically and visibly myself, autistic, book Obsessed, musical, awkward, raised poor. The idea behind building the mental safe space is to improve comfort and calm. My safe space, I found, needs people and animals. With practice, I should be able to stay serene even in perilous places. Maybe I'll look around for that CD and give the meditation thing one more go. Thanks so much for listening. So I looked around a little bit actually uh, and did not find the CD of the meditation that I had developed the safe space in my brain um, for. But I still am kind of thinking about going back into trying some uh, online meditation maybe. Uh, There's so much anecdotal evidence uh, that it does kind of help you develop one of those safe spaces, or I might just try finding more people and animals. Um, The pandemics made me a lot hungrier for friends um, than I was before it. Um, And the last six years have made me realize that I need much more interior calmness. But it was really an interesting experience to kind of live in uh, on a magazine page for a little while. So. My question uh, would be, have you ever kind of walked into something that you felt was like an ideal place that you had imagined? And what was your experience? Did you like it? Did it live up to all of your expectations or were you a little bit disappointed? I would love to know. You can check out this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. And if you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome. There is a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.